0: Thanks for tuning in to Spend Less Live Well with Dr. Josh Luke, dropping serious wisdom, integrating healthy living, finance, and faith into the healthcare process to live your best life. Watch us on YouTube or listen to anywhere podcasts are found. Spend less and live well.
1: My guest is Chris Faddis, founder and uh, CEO, excuse me, founder and president of Solidarity HealthShare. You can find them online at SolidarityHealthShare.org. You can Follow along and look him up at LinkedIn on LinkedIn at Chris Fattis, And they're also on Twitter, if you're a tweeter, at Solidarity HS. And last time, Chris and I talked about what led him to start a cost-sharing ministry, is how he refers to it. And uh, as many of you know, uh, in both of my Health Wealth books and in the 10 Free Tips to Spend Less on Healthcare, cost-sharing is not only one of the 10 tips and one of the steps, but it's really one of the anchors of... Uh, your ability to engage in the healthcare process, become an EHC and engaged healthcare consumer. And you can learn all about that stuff at spendlessonhealthcare.org. But let's talk now more to Chris about the uniqueness of solidarity. And so one of the things I've appreciated, Chris, about cost sharing is the preferred provider network. Can you speak a little bit to, um, let, let's step back a little. Most uh, Most of the decision makers on health insurance traditionally are the the wife and the house the mom whoever it might be and there's always this hesitation to go away from the norm and i always think that's hilarious chris because insurance in this country health insurance is awful right PPO, HMO, but nobody will let go and try something different so um talk to me about some of the other benefits of cost sharing the preferred provider network negotiating hospital bills in advance and let's let's just start from there
0: yeah, you know, I mean, the, the, our members, first of all, are, are free to go wherever they, they want to go, you know, as far as providers go. Um, and obviously there's some, there's just some caveats to that. Some providers, you know, only want to work with, with insurance contracts and those kind of things, but, they, but ultimately they're free to go wherever. So we actually have a team that will help call their physician's offices for them or facilities and let them know who we are, why they should work with us. Um, you know, we have a lot of providers in the past who have, who have hesitated from, you know, working directly with us and wanted to, the member to pay and we would reimburse the member. Then ultimately, a lot of those providers said, wait, it's a lot faster if you just pay me. I don't have to wait for them to write me a check, you know, and, and or worry that they're not going to do that. So so we have a lot of preferred providers that we work with directly where, you know, the members have nominated them. Typically, we've called them. We've said, hey, we want to work with you. Um, and they'll bill directly to, they'll, they'll bill, you know, those member bills directly through solidarity. Uh, and then we'll do the facilitation um and the great thing is you know at that point we've already we've already you know decided on a fee that they're comfortable receiving for the service we've already gone through that process uh and then some of those preferred providers maybe they're surgeons or they're you know they do certain things in radiation oncologists that that just uh came came aboard with solidarity and you know so those folks we've already we've kind of negotiated or or worked out what the what the case rate's going to be for certain procedures um, and we have great relationships with these folks because we're we're constantly you know they're sending us and you know their patients we're sending them members that kind of thing uh, the other side of that is that we also have you know kind of these access to certain reference-based pricing contracts uh, that we access through through one of our third-party vendors um, so if we really need services at certain hospitals and things, we we have those accesses, and then we also have bundled you know pricing for imaging, surgeries, um, labs, those kind of things that 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 we've worked out with with some of our partners. So so there's many ways to kind of crack the nut, so to speak. You just go to a doctor, and you just kind of. Um, uh, you know, you, you just show up with your card, and and a lot of the offices will just take it, or they'll call us with questions. If you have a surgery coming up, or you have an imaging procedure coming up, most people will call us and we'll work that out with them. Uh, and, and it really gives people this option. But that preferred provider network's growing. I mean, I, I just heard from from our provider team today that one of the largest and most well-known cancer um, uh, hospitals in the country that that does a lot of great great cancer care, uh, but is actually very expensive. Uh, has agreed to, to to what we've asked for, to be a preferred provider for our members nationwide. And that's a huge
1: win for our members. So you've talked about preferred provider rates. You've talked about bundled rates. Um, you've talked about negotiating with hospitals, um, both before and after procedures with physicians. You know, you guys really really get engaged. So if, if your members become engaged healthcare consumers, they can know that you're on the backside representing them as an engaged healthcare organization Mm -hmm. to uh, really, and and you said it, Chris, last time we spoke, you said, look, we want partners that are aligned with our interest of not only providing great quality care, but at an efficient cost that's fair. Not, um, I talk a lot about the term of wasteful healthcare spending. We wanna eliminate wasteful healthcare spending. So do you guys have um, two questions for you? Um. to what age can dependents stay on your family plans? Uh, And number two, do you have a telehealth partner or is that an add-on?
0: Yeah, so our our members can stay on uh, the the program, you know, their dependents can stay on as long as they're in college. um, You know, once they're 19, if they're not in college, you know, they they would come off the program uh, and go on their own, you know, whether they're a member of Solidarity or not. Um, but it, but from 19 to 26, they can actually be members as long as they're in college or uh, actually, you know, be in a faith-based organization if they're doing missionary work. Uh, there's a few different categories. If they're discerning, you know, maybe the priesthood or religious life, those kind of things, um, they can stay on their family program. Uh, and then otherwise, they, they you know, they'll switch off to their own. And a lot of times we find parents go, you know, it's actually cheaper for me to just keep paying for them to be a member of Solidarity on their own plan, you know, at that point, And they'll still, you know, share, you know pay for that for their their kids um and then what was the second part of your question remind me i apologize
1: I, do you guys offer telehealth Does Solidarity offer telehealth oh as yeah, part of the yeah family package or is it an add-on
0: yeah no it's actually part of the program for so we have three tiers and so the top two tiers include both an rx savings card uh dental vision discounts and telehealth and it's and it's actually at, at no visit cost for the members so we share all the members share into that uh, and, they, and it's, you know, it's primarily the urgent care telehealth. It's, you know, there are some specialty programs out there. This is just really urgent care. Um, but we do we do offer that. And it's actually something what we've seen with COVID is that's been an increased use for our members. It's been really, I mean, one of the benefits of this whole COVID thing, I think, has been, and I think you, you're aware of this, is it's really helped people to recognize the value of telemedicine and virtual health care. Uh, and, and really also to have a lot of physicians I've noticed have really woken up to it to realize how important it is. So the other thing we do is if you have a physician, you have a relationship, because our telehealth you know, program we offer is really general. So I was in Oregon recently, and I needed a, an allergy prescription because I, I, you know, I live in Arizona and all these new trees. I was, and And lo and behold, in Oregon, the same thing I can get over the counter in Arizona, I had to have a prescription for. I was able to call the telehealth do the visit, you know, get the get the prescription sent in, and do that. Uh, you know, we've had a couple acute situations in our family. We were able to do that, but the but the reality is, we believe that if we have, uh, you know, if we have a relationship with a provider, like I have a physician who um, I trust, right? Then, and if he offers a telehealth service, we want to prioritize that. So, for our members who have a physician who offers telehealth, we will also re, we will also share into that expense um, with those providers, and that's what we've seen with those preferred provider lists. A lot of those providers have called us and say, "Hey, we're now t- doing telehealth thanks to COVID. Will you share into that?" And we are we are doing that. Um, and that's been to me that's the best of all of both worlds because you have a provider you trust, you have unlimited access through telehealth, right? And you know, and in person visit. Ultimately, that's what that uh, I think healthcare
1: needs. Yeah, I was asked recently to help put together like a bare minimum plan for somebody on Cobra, and I said, "Hey, for twenty five bucks a month, you can get twenty four seven teledoc." Uh, from ADVO Health, ADVO Health, for your whole family yeah, comes yeah. with a prescription saver card. Uh, and um, on top of that, Um, You can do direct primary care for 150 bucks. I'm like, look, so for $175, you can go see a doctor, you can get access to a doctor for your prescriptions for your basics. And then my recommendation is what you should do then is go get a, you know, 600 $650 cost sharing policy to be part of a community. Mm -hmm. So now you're at the door at a 40% discount over what you were paying before and you're gonna get much better access uh, and a community that supports you, Chris, can you speak to the fact are you guys uh, have that kind of heavy pockets regionally or, or are you in all fifty states? Uh, how broad is your national coverage? Yeah, you know we're
0: we're in all fifty states so we certainly have our bigger places. you know we're based in Arizona, so Arizona is one of our larger markets. but Arizona, Texas, California, Florida, um, Ohio, those are some of our bigger markets. Um, but you know we, we are all over and what we find is that the pockets end up being you know where either a member you know really is promoting it or sometimes a provider that we're working with that you know that is um telling every one of the every one of their patients so you know we have one provider office in fact their practice managers texting me while we're talking you know where you know they, they have 150 of our members in their in their practice you know they they just recently opened it. they were an ob practice they just recently opened pediatrics and all those families just move their kids over to their their pediatrics, you know, uh, office. So there's some great. It's kind of great to see those pockets. And and we're doing a little more now to kind of geographically market as well to help. You know, areas where we can we know we've got good partners we can work with who, who are aligned. You know, you mentioned the type of providers that that we look for, and we call it fair and just. We want we want what we pay and what the provider receives to be both fair and just for both parties, for the member, for the the ministry, and for the provider. And I think that's there's nothing wrong with that because you can we you know we're in its capitalist society we've seen that right fair and just pricing people can make a lot of money they can do well but still still not you know hurt the bottom line of, of the individual which is what what it seems like the broader healthcare system is doing today.
1: And for those of you who have read the health wealth books, we refer to what he's calling uh, fair and just as uh, centers of excellence. Some people have referred to them as um, um, centers of um, centers of excellence and then uh, what's the other one they call it? they call it um sometimes it's called a narrow network sometimes it's called in network the point is it's people that are communicating with you it's not uh, centers of value that's the term i was thinking of um it's just right. organizations that pick up the phone and speak back to you and you heard chris say sometimes they get such they finally realize how easy we are to work with that we pay what we say we're going to pay because it's fair on their end And although, and you heard this in Marty Makery's book, you've heard it in my books, that there is no evidence that increased price in healthcare uh, is connected to increased quality. But what we have started to see patterns of of is increased um, partnership is also usually resemblance of the fact that the doctor in their office and the hospital and their team is partnering with you as patients as well. So Chris, we have just about two minutes left. Can you share a story with me of a family, and it's usually the mom, Who's really scared to make that jump to healthcare, whether they have to or they don't have to, or the, somebody lost a job and they need benefits and maybe they ended up in the hospital and really saw the power of how cost sharing is supposed to work just in about 90 seconds or less?
0: Yeah, you know, we, I mean, there's so many stories and I'm probably going to blend a few, but I would say. You know the, the the stories of you know I we've had members who came to me and said hey you know my husband lost his job so we joined Solidarity but we thought that we were gonna you know switch right back as soon as he got a new job, and she said you know after three months of being members we were like no we forget that why would we pay seven hundred you know dollars of our portion of it plus the employer portion plus the deductible when we're happy with this and so they have gone now and I think it's going on three years now that their family has been members of Solidarity. Um, and, and happy members of solidarity. So, you know, there, there's those kind of stories. You know, we had, um, we've had people who, who, ha, you know, are moving on to Medicare, right? They're, they're, they're members of solidarity and now they're at the Medicare age. And I remember this one, this one lovely woman who just, who wrote and said she was in tears the day she had to cancel because she just loved the kind of care she got. I and, you know, her story is actually a really good one on this overpricing. It's two months before she moved to Medicare, she had a, Um, a gallbladder issue that, that became complicated. And so they had to do a surgery and there were some other things involved. And the, the, you know, the hospital billed, you know, whatever they billed, $230,000 or something for this complicated gallbladder surgery. Medicare rate was 22,000. Solidarity shared uh, 160% of Medicare, which was 34,000 roughly. And, uh, the hospital sent the check back. And I was, you know, I get this check saying, you know, we, we will not accept this as payment in full. So we go through the negotiation and the balance bill process with them. The hospital member gets back to us. And, and, you know, we're communicating with the member. A year later, the, the hospital has referred this to a collections agency, which, which we know because we've had to negotiate with this hospital before. And the collection agency calls right away and says, hey, Lisa, one of our team who's worked with them before, I got this one. I don't know why. Nothing's happened for a year. This showed up. What do you want to do here? And so we tried to negotiate and we actually went up. We went up in price. We said, okay, fine. We'll settle with 105,000 or something, whatever it was. And I wasn't happy about it, but, but we're going to, we want to do the right thing for the members. So we're trying to negotiate with them. They come back and say, we'll accept 100,000 plus the 34,000 check you originally sent us. It's like, whoa, we're not doing that, you know? And the collection agency actually said, you know what? Why don't you guys pay whatever you want to pay and we'll just, we'll fight the hospital. So the, you know, our negotiator came to me and said, do you want to do the 105 plus the 34? I said, no, do the 34. Yeah, that's what we should pay sure. because that's the fair and just price." We send the check for one thirty for 34 and two weeks later, we get a phone call. This is done. We're over. And that woman who was now on Medicare wrote back and said, I am so thankful for you guys. I can't believe because if, if she had had that, had that procedure two months later, they would have accepted $22,000 sure. from sure. Medicare, but they didn't want to take 34,000 from us. So, you know, those those are the stories we we have every day. It, you know, sometimes it's work like that. A lot of times they just, that you know, they just follow suit. But at the end of the day, I am so much more grateful that we can have these kind of procedures and do these things for our members at that price, because otherwise we'd have to charge what the insurance companies are charging in these member contributions. So uh, it, it's a blessing to be able to do what we do. And, and that
1: those stories
0: are happening every single day.
1: Hey, folks. Uh, Chris, that was a great story. Thanks so much. I'm a cost-sharing member myself. I'm a huge fan. I have hundreds of stories. I'm sure Chris has thousands of stories. Thank you for being our guest. You can learn more about Solidarity Health Share at Solidarity, solidarityhealthshare.org. You can follow Chris Battis on LinkedIn. And uh, Chris, thanks for joining us for part two of this interview. Thanks for
0: having me, Josh. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to Spend Less, Live Well with Dr. Josh Luke, the crossroads of integrating healthy living, finance, and faith into the healthcare process to live your best life. Watch us on YouTube or listen anywhere podcasts are found. Spend less and live well.